Perhaps you've had the experience where you've seen a title of a book, and it's so much intrigued you, you've either picked it up, looked in it, taken it home, or ordered it online. I had this experience uh, recently with a, you've heard the phrase, a born-again Christian, where somebody who maybe has been a Christian all their life then has an experience um, where they come into a deeper living out of their faith. Well, this was playing off that phrase, but a very different meaning. It was called bored again Catholic, instead of born bored. And it's on the mass. I think we've all had the experience, myself included, where we've come to mass and we're distracted. We're going through the same actions over and over again. And maybe our minds are miles away from the realities that are taking place at Mass. Now, I've just begun reading this book. I've only finished the first chapter. But one of the interesting things that the author brings out, and he is a teacher at Notre Dame University, is that actually there's something beneficial about having experiences that are boring. Now, that may seem to be kind of odd, but his argument is that when we are in a position where we are experiencing the same thing over and over again, our mind begins to wander, and actually we can use that wandering to enter more deeply into the reality that is the Mass. For instance, perhaps you plop down in the pew and you begin to start looking around at the different pieces of art in the church, the windows, the crucifix, the stuff that is decorating the church. That can actually be a means of helping you discover actually more deeply what it is that happens at Mass. So, that's a little introduction to the next uh, four or five weeks, I'm going to be focusing not on the readings from the Mass, but on what is the Mass itself. We all know what happens at Mass, but what's the inner reality of the Mass? The deeper thing what, behind what we do. Today I'm just going to lay the foundation and ask that fundamental question, what is the Mass? Some of us might say or think, well, the Mass is a meal. It's a family event. It has that aspect, but that's not the primary thing the Mass is. Well, the Mass is a prayer. It's a prayer service. It is that too, but that's not the primary thing. Well, the Mass is something I come to that I got to get fed so that I have what I need to deal with in the world. It's not that either. And that's why some people go away disappointed because they feel they haven't been fed. Perhaps the homily was lousy, the prayers were mumbled, the music, uh, not everybody participated, or the person next to them was singing off-key. And so they go away from Mass feeling let down. The Mass at its heart is the offering of Jesus, the prayer of Jesus himself to his Father. In a certain sense, we're allowed to eavesdrop on what Jesus is doing for us. The Mass is not something primarily that we do or that Father does, but what God is doing for us.
We don't see it with our eyes. But every time the body and blood of Jesus is called down upon this altar, the veil that separates centuries, millennia, is torn asunder. We are really, truly, spiritually, but truly present at the cross. And this is why in Catholic worship, we'll get into this more in another Sunday, there is a certain sobriety, sometimes even a certain uh, formality that seems to border on a seriousness. We're between joy and sorrow, sorrow for our sins that have put the Lord on the cross, and joy because the cross is the means of our salvation. So when we come to Mass, it's not primarily about a uh, a good feeling that we get, but it's about gratitude. That's what the word Eucharist means, to give thanks. I'm just going to point out a couple brief things that actually we do at Mass to help you get something more out of it. We'll go into more um, in following weeks. Go, if you would care to, to the prayer that we did at the very, that I prayed at the very beginning of today's Mass. This is true of almost any opening prayer, though. You'll notice that it's directed to God. But then at the end of the prayer, it'll say, through Jesus Christ. That's because when we're talking about God at the beginning of the opening prayer, we're actually talking about the Father, not just God as the Trinity. And this is how most of the opening prayers of the Mass are structured. There are a few that are directed towards Jesus himself. So the Mass is full of the Trinity. We begin with the sign of the cross. The opening prayer is directed to the Father. It's Jesus praying to the Father. But then we insert ourselves in it and we say, through Christ our Lord, or through Jesus Christ your Son. There's different ways that it ends. And it also mentions the Holy Spirit. That's the first thing. The other Trinitarian reference that we have near the beginning of the Mass is actually the Lord have mercy, Christ have mercy, Lord have mercy. I had come to Mass for years. Not until I was ordained did I even really think about this. Those three parts, the Lord have mercy, the Christ have mercy, the Lord have mercy, are directed to the three persons. The Father is the Lord. We say Christ have mercy because we're speaking to the Son. And then the Holy Spirit is sometimes referred to as the Lord and giver of life. This is just one little thing, but if we could remember that, that when we come to Mass, it's all about the Trinity. It's all about God. It's not about us. You know, it's hard. One of the things I find distracting being up here is looking out at you. Now, you may not find it so distracting looking at me, but you might find it distracting looking at your neighbor. You know, this is part of one of the difficulties with a fan church. There's other churches that it's worse where they're in the round and you're looking at your neighbor across the church. But one of the things that we need to do is we need to enter into silence when we enter into the church. Sometimes it's just good for us to close our eyes, to not think about what's happening around us. The other person who seems to be distracted, who's fumbling with things. or whatever. Don't worry about all of that. 
Focus on what God has done in your past week. Focus on what he's doing for you now at the Mass. Focus on what he's doing for the Father. The reason that we're bored at Mass is not so much because the Mass is boring, but because we're not bringing to it all that we could. I experienced this, and when I realized that I needed to understand more what the Mass was, that I needed to enter into it, that I needed to give my heart fully to it, it brought about a transformation for me. And I think, as that author suggests, it could bring about a transformation for you.